if you can, you know, focus on quality time, um, because the purpose is, is not so you just accumulate all this biblical knowledge that you can then share with the world. Um, it really is so you, you can engage with God on a personal level. Hi, everybody. I'm Suzanne. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where our goal is to help you engage your faith outside of Sunday morning. And we are joined today by our friend, Stuart Fenters. Welcome back, Stuart. Thank you. Stuart, glad you're here. Thank so, you for having me. I'm glad yeah. to have you here with us today. And today, as we begin this new year, we are going to have a conversation about healthy habits and studying the Bible. Um, our journey with God grows when we get to know Him, and the Bible is an essential part of that. And so it helps us get to know Him. And mm-hmm. as we began the Romans study of mm-hmm. um, pure gospel back in the fall, we started offering study Bibles to people. Chris mm-hmm. and Gabe started talking about, hey, we want to help you engage the Bible yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not a new thing for us, but mm-hmm. it's it's just an um, emphasis that we want to kind of talk about today, especially as we start the new year. Mm-hmm. It's a great time to kind of go, okay, what are the goals that I'm going to mm-hmm. have for the year? Mm-hmm. And how do I go about spending time with God? Mm-hmm. And so Stuart, um, one, we're so glad to have you here to talk about this conversation, to have this conversation, because I know that that's part of your daily walk and an important part to you. But I also think it's just really good for us to talk, have a real conversation about how do we engage God in mm-hmm. our, through Bible reading and what it, how do we get to know him through that? Mm-hmm. So, Stuart, let's, what's the type of um, study Bible that you use? What's your favorite Bible Stive to in. go to? What's your favorite Bible? <laughs> what's your favorite Bible? <laughs> the, Bible. the Bible. The Bible. Correct. Version. <laughs> translation version. Yeah. Well, um, a lot of it depends on, on what I'm doing. Okay. So... Um, I think it's always important to have multiple translations, multiple study Bibles. Mm-hmm. And this is where, you know, you don't have to go out and buy all this stuff at once. But as you study the Bible, accumulate more than one Bible. So mm-hmm. real quick, I did want to just kind of um, help um, explain, I guess, the difference between like a reference Bible mm-hmm. and a study Bible. So this is a reference Bible. It has obviously the text is in there and a few, you know, sort of cross-references, but it's not going to tell you a whole lot about what's happening, you know, the context, mm-hmm. words, word studies, anything like that. So this is just kind of the text itself. It may have, if there's some notes um, about a particular passage, it'll have that at the bottom, but it's pretty much just the text, whereas the study Bible is going to have a lot more information about what's going on, context, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot more information to help uh, help you understand what's actually going on. So, you know, if you're just, you know, going around town, this is great to have, so Mm -hmm. you don't have to have, you know, a big study Mm -hmm. Bible. But if you're reading at home, it's good to have that, you know, kind of both options. Wait, quick question about that. What is a cross-reference? So if you, um, you may not be able to see it, but if Mm -hmm. usually in in a a typical reference Bible, and a study Bible will have this as well, it'll have, um, you know, with each verse, you'll have a little... um, you know, little number or something that's signifying this this mm-hmm. theme or passage also shows up in in a different portion of scripture. Mm-hmm. So it's just helpful to kind of see where things are connected, awesome. um, and it's it really helps um, just kind of see. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. this shows up. This word shows up here, or this idea shows that's up cool. here. Or sometimes in the New Testament, 
if Jesus is quoting the Old Testament, it'll it'll show you exactly where that's coming from. So that's kind of helpful awesome. too. Yeah, thanks yeah. for unpacking that because mm-hmm. I think that's an important thing to go to. Like, what is a cross reference? Mm-hmm. Because we see them, and sometimes we don't understand what they are. But the the Bible is a larger story that is linked back mm-hmm. and forth between yeah. the Old Testament mm-hmm. and the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a really mm-hmm. cool thing to kind of think through mm-hmm. um, when we start studying. Yeah. Um, for you, what is it? Can you share a little bit about what your study looks like when you kind of open the Bible and start to read? And yeah, um, well, first, you know, I think it's it's important to understand when I'm approaching the Bible. What am I? What's the goal at that point in time? Because I think there's there's kind of more devotional goals, and then there's kind of study academic goals, and sometimes those overlap. Mm-hmm. which is kind of cool because you're like, oh, I, I approach this kind of more devotionally, but now I'm like deep in this, mm-hmm. you know, word study and, and off on a rabbit trail, which is fun. But sometimes, you know, it, it is more devotional in nature. But I think on, on the study side of things, for me, it always begins with asking questions. Mm-hmm. So going through the text and li- listing out questions that show up as I'm reading it. So one way to do that, if you have multiple translations, this is a great time to use those translations, is line up each one of those you know, passages that you're looking at and, and notice, okay, what's mm-hmm. similar here? What, what's, what, what's different between these translations? And then ask questions, why? So I just wanted to do kind of an example of that. Yeah. This is really quick, um, but this just shows you, I'm just going to John... It's just a random kind of story. Um, so John 2, and this is how you kind of appro- could approach this just in terms of asking questions of the text. So the text is, The next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. So first off, you know, that first sentence, the next day, well, what, why is it, what happened the previous day? Mm-hmm. Um, so write that question down. There was a wedding celebration. Okay, mm-hmm. wedding celebration. What did a wedding, wedding celebration look like mm-hmm. in the first century? First century. Mm-hmm. Um, in the village of Cana, what, what did a village look like in the first century? Where was Cana? Where's Galilee? Jesus' mm-hmm. mother. Who is Jesus' mother? Has she shown up in the story yet, mm-hmm. you know, in the Gospel of John? If not, what do I know about Jesus' mother from the other Gospels chronologically? Um, his disciples, so w- where did they enter the scene? And then you can kind of go back and see, okay, in the last chapter, Jesus called them. Um, the wine supply, supply ran out. What did that mean for a first century wedding? Was that normal? Mm-hmm. Was this, you know, um, the uh, Jesus' mother told him they have no more wine. So, you, you know, even just there, I've, I've un- you know, that's five or six questions that's taken me way deeper mm-hmm. into the text as opposed to just kind of reading it and moving on. And then you, that, at that point, I look at the list of questions and then you go to um, scholars, people who mm-hmm. have spent their life um, you know, studying original languages and can really help you unpack you know, the meaning of the text and also what's going on um, kind of around it. And with commentaries, I would encourage anybody to read kind of as wide as you can with commentaries in mm-hmm. terms of 
uh, perspective and also a sort of denominational difference. So I'm always going to be looking to read people who, who might approach the text much differently than me or might see it differently than me. So female scholars, scholars from different um, parts of the world um, and different streams of, of the faith. So there's been a big kind of rise in female Pentecostal scholarship, mm-hmm. which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. So mm-hmm. you can get cool. just very different perspectives. And it doesn't mean that you're going to agree with everything, but you get kind of a wider mm-hmm. view um, as opposed to, you know, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some white males, mm-hmm. but I want to read mm-hmm. as, as mm-hmm. wide as I can because um, it's going to help me understand it in a different way. So here's a question. When you're doing that, where do you find those resources? Like, is there a website that you filter things through? Like, we're, other than going out and like going to Amazon and buying commentaries, yeah. which you can do, but that yeah. costs a significant amount of money. So where is there a resource that you use website-wise? Google's your friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, and that you can, you can spend a lot of money on software as well. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to actually buy these um, commentaries, um, but Google will help. And there's some, there's a, some great information on um, studylight.org, which is kind of a go-to site for me. Um, a lot of free commentaries, mm-hmm. pretty much everything on there is free. I'm pretty sure. Um, which is great. And then you can, you can invest some money like Logos and some, mm-hmm. some Bible software, which mm-hmm. is really helpful. Um, if you're, if you're wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. So, but Google is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, that's the beauty. Man, that's of, the quote. Google yeah, is great. Google is great. <laughs> Google's your friend. Yeah, it's good. Um, and then, you know, f- one, and I, I do have to mention one of my absolute favorite commentaries, I think everybody should own this one, Okay, is um, a guy named David Stern. He's a um, Messianic Jewish scholar, mm-hmm. and he has a commentary on the New Testament that's just amazing because mm-hmm. he looks at the Jewishness of mm-hmm. Jesus and the Jewishness of the Gospels mm-hmm. and really just unpacks them and really helps you see, oh, okay, when Jesus said this, his original audience heard all of this mm-hmm. where usually we're like, Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And then we yeah. kind of move on. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. um, so that's, that's a great one. Yeah. And obviously it's much different than mm-hmm. what I kind of normally encounter. So yeah, that's, that's, that's really, really interesting. I also so. think, um, that's great, Stuart, uh, study Bibles too. Like at the beginning of every book, they've mm-hmm. got at least my study Bible of ESV one, they've got like several pages that show maps and yeah. give more of the history and the context mm-hmm. of um, the author and who's he writing into in the audience. And so that's a great place to start too, if you've got a study Bible and maybe it doesn't dive deep into the actual story, but kind of give you maybe an mm-hmm. overview of what you're reading. Yeah. It, it definitely, the study Bible definitely mm-hmm. gives you the overview and it does mm-hmm. old Testament and new Testament. So you can kind of see where it fits mm-hmm. um, in the history of Israel and the history of first century culture yeah. for the new mm-hmm. Testament. And that is a great, it's a great tool, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And I do think, um, it, I think the thing I would say is you, just starting, mm. like when yeah. you, have you ever used like just a reading plan to go through the Bible? Mm-hmm. Um, like just like go, Hey, I'm going to read through the Bible this year and I'm going to use, I mean, there are Bibles in a year Bibles mm-hmm. that you can yeah. buy. So is that something you guys have done? Well, full confession, I've started them. I've never finished one. We're mm. actually reading mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I mean, from, I can safely say from like seminary and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I've read right. the entire Bible. Right. I've never finished mm-hmm. a reading plan, but I finished a listening plan. Okay. So I guess it was two years ago. Um, 
I decided to try it because I would always get like behind, uh-huh. you know, and if you get behind in like May yeah. mm-hmm. and then, you know, you try and catch up mm-hmm. and then you're like, man, I'm such a failure. Like mm-hmm. I'm so sure. far behind now and I have to read for three hours to catch up. But with the listening plan, like I just listened to it all the way through. That's cool. It's more like kind of listening to a mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it was really neat because I heard things that I might not have picked up on. Mm. That's cool. Has, you know, just right. reading because you kind of hear things differently. Um, certain words would pop out differently. So it was really cool. So mm. I, if, if you know, Bible reading plan, mm. if it works for you, like my mom's done them and she, she's mm-hmm. just crushes it. I, it's hard mm-hmm. for me. So <laughs> I, yeah. I, I rely on um, kind of, kind of how I grew up with like lectionaries of like kind of prescribed readings for the day. Mm -hmm. And then so over the course of like a two or three year period, you've covered a Mm -hmm. lot of chunks Mm -hmm. of scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's helpful to me. And I think that's some of that's personality. Some people, once they start something, they're going to go all the way through, which Mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've, I've always struggled with Mm -hmm. kind of starting one Mm -hmm. in January and kind of when you're in March, you're like, Oh yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. I, mm-hmm. I missed. I just missed ten days, and how do mm-hmm. I catch up? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Well, I I'm a little bit like you, Stuart. Um, never been a big Bible re- read the Bible in a year gal, but I did just finish a Bible reading plan last year. Um, but I it's a year read the Bible in a year, and I did it in a year and a half, um, which go. be free, right? Yeah, be, yes. um, but I think the <laughs> couple things for me, I read the Bible like I'm more of a I like to marinate. Mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a chapter so like if i'm reading john chapter two i might spend like five or six days in it you yeah. know come back to the same thing mm-hmm. read yep. it and really kind of dive in yep. so that's why reading plans just seem so fast for me mm-hmm. but i did this with a group of girls and we all like committed to reading this together and we did the bible recap which i highly recommend that that's a really great um it's a, it's a plan and then a podcast mm-hmm. that kind of goes along with mm-hmm. it um but we did it and we would text each other when we finished. So there was like accountability to it. And it was like, Hey, I'm on day mm-hmm. 23 and we all finished it. And, um, I don't think I would have finished if I wasn't doing it with a group of people. Mm. And so we yeah. would text like, Ooh, Hey, this is what I got from this today's reading. And, um, so it was really, really fruitful and it became a habit, you know, it became like every day I was doing this, listening to the podcast, texting the group and it was really fruitful. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that year and a half, I was like, all right, what am I doing now? You know? Yeah. And so, yeah. um, but yeah, that was the only time I've ever finished. So I love that one you're referencing a podcast while we're sitting here recording this podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes. the Bible recap is a great, great, it's a great podcast, a great tool. Mm-hmm. And, um, it did like, just like it helps mm-hmm. you go through the Bible. Well, yeah. And she, she like, um, her thing is, is called like the God shot. And so mm-hmm. her whole idea is like, there is God, where are you seeing God in this? The Bible's mm-hmm. not about us. It's about the Lord. And yeah. so it's mm-hmm. like, she's, I mean, you're reading like Leviticus, you know, and it's like, okay, I, I'm not getting anything out of this. And yeah. she's like, here, here's where we see the Lord here is where we see him and here's his character and so it just oriented your mind to be like I'm always looking for God it's, just, mm-hmm. it's not That's about good. me you know it's yeah. about God mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I learned a lot from from doing that so well and I think there's something to be said too and and Stuart I want to ask you this question mm-hmm. as well like mm-hmm. that was done in community mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's yeah. there is our personal time that we mm-hmm. spend getting to know God through reading the Bible mm-hmm. or listening to it like I love listening to it mm-hmm. um, that's one of the things like when I'm in a season that's really hard when mm-hmm. I get in the car I just turn on my Bible app and listen. Yeah. Um, 
I do drive and I pay attention to driving. She's just sitting in the car. <laughs> sitting in the car listening to okay. yeah. Great moment. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, like when I really need it, like I, when I'm in mm-hmm. something, I will yeah. go and li- yeah. like I listen to the Psalms. Yeah. So I'll read the Psalms. I'll listen to them when I'm in the car. Mm-hmm. Like there's something that it's just good for my soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like I really need more. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a point in time that community isn't part of us mm-hmm. knowing God and, yeah. and, and knowing him through the Bible. Mm-hmm. How has how has being in community impacted your study of the Bible, Lindsay? You just shared about mm-hmm. going through the Bible. Stuart, anything for you that stands out mm-hmm. as far as community's role? Yeah, I think um, you know from from small group experiences mm-hmm. that Ashley and I have had, just kind of sitting with the text from Sunday and just talking about it with ten other people. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, has has always been fruitful because mm-hmm. um, there there have been times where you get three people who see something that you never would have seen. And and Mm -hmm. then you're, you know, you're talking about it for an hour and a half. And then, you know, for me, one of the ways that we kind of prepare for Sunday is, you know, I'm I'm looking at the, the text that we're preaching on for, Mm -hmm. for whatever um, upcoming Sunday is. And then it's always interesting when, when we kind of talk on throughout kind of in the early part of the week, um, of, of where the message is going and then kind of that, because everything that's in the message is not what was studied or talked mm-hmm. about. So mm-hmm. it's all this periphery stuff mm-hmm. that, um, that gets discussed and, and, you know, people like Nick and Gabe and Chris who spend a lot of time in the text and then you're, you're sitting around talking about it. Um, it's just really mm-hmm. fruitful mm-hmm. things that, you know, cool. just having someone notice something that you haven't seen or, mm-hmm. or, or, um, even thought about, and it really kind of dramatically changes how you approach something. So, mm-hmm. um, and that would just wouldn't happen if you, mm-hmm. it was just me right. by myself, right? you know? And I think there's, I love the idea of kind of going through the sermon again. I know we, we do for community groups provide the sermon discussion guide and they, a lot of groups use that mm-hmm. just to kind of, and I think what I've seen in my group is people hear different things than I hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when, when they've heard something that I missed, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, oh, wow, I, I didn't hear it that way or yeah. I didn't hear that at all. Mm-hmm. And to kind of go, okay, what does that mean to unpack mm-hmm. it together? Mm-hmm. And it, that's just been, um, it's been challenging, mm-hmm. but it's been really fruitful for me, like mm-hmm. just to get to know the, the message in another way. Yeah. That's cool. So. And just mm-hmm. one other note on that, just a, mm-hmm. a plug for getting into community mm-hmm. because your your future community group, if you're not in one now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, needs your voice. Amen. You know, mm-hmm. like the things that mm-hmm. you're bringing to the table that a group of people is missing um, is is significant. Mm-hmm. So, staying on the outside of that mm-hmm. um, is is robbing you of something that you're you could be gleaning from someone else, but mm-hmm. also others of what you can mm-hmm. provide um, in their their space and in their world. So, yeah, it's significant. Yeah, it's really good. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a plug for a group launch that's mm-hmm. coming later in February go. 25th. February 25th. Yeah. <laughs> you can sign you up go. now. Yeah. Um, Stuart, how does spending time and understanding the Bible, how has that helped you in your journey? Like, how does that help you at, be Stuart Fenters, the, the hu- husband, the dad, the worship pastor? Like, how has that changed you? Well, um, I think with scripture and, and, and specifically Suzanne, you mentioned the Psalms, the Psalms mm-hmm. for me have helped me yeah. 
figure out how to pray, mm-hmm. um, just in terms of just even specific language of this is what you can say. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, the, all of the emotional range that the Psalms take mm-hmm. on from lament to confession, to praise, to joy, to sorrow, to anger, that's all there. So, yeah. um, kind of having the Psalms be that mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know how I just looking back on, you know, 13 years of marriage and having kids and ministry, 10 years of ministry here. Like, I don't know how you would survive mm-hmm. yeah. that, Amen. the, 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 joys of that, but also the sorrow and hardship of that, yep. um, without language to approach God in a way that's very real, mm-hmm. um, but also, you know, biblical, mm-hmm. which is, I think is, is kind of the point. And then, you know, kind of professionally as a, as a worship leader, um, I don't want, when I'm leading worship, I don't want you to hear my thoughts on the matter. So if from a, if, even if it's a transitional thing, mm-hmm. you know, from one song to the next or, a, you know, beginning of worship, mm-hmm. um, I want you to hear the words of scripture, not yeah. the, the creative words that I'm coming up with. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to have, you know, scripture yeah. around you yeah. and in mm-hmm. your heart. Um, and that's with, with anybody, mm-hmm. um, with any job or profession, you mm-hmm. know, if you, if you want to speak life, um, you want to speak the words of scripture, um, in a, in a way that impacts people. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the song, I, I always go back to the Psalms with that. Cause that's, that, that's the language of prayer and, mm-hmm. and, and engagement with, with God in, in a, um, I think in a really tangible way. Mm-hmm. I, I love that because I do think, um, praying the Psalms mm-hmm. and I think that's something that I had to learn that you could actually mm-hmm. pray them for yourself and mm-hmm. pray them for the people you're praying for. Mm-hmm. And like putting your name, putting someone's name in when you're praying mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. Um, but yet at the same time, understanding that the way David was crying out to God was a very, the same real emotions that we feel every yeah. day. Um, yeah. and so I think that element of scripture is something that sometimes we feel intimidated by or mm-hmm. we get lost mm-hmm. before we even get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really great way to kind of look at the Psalms as a way to express mm-hmm. our feelings and talk mm-hmm. to God, yeah. um, through his, the words that he's already given us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just thinking one of my first like discipleship experiences, um, when I was right out of college, we would just meet together and read the book of Luke and it was just, um, we would read a couple verses at a time and then mm-hmm. do very similar to what, you know, just really dive deep into it. And that's just a practice. I love reading the gospels and, you know, I hope I never get over Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. I've been following him mm-hmm. for a long time, but, um, just reading about his life and, um, his kindness, his compassion, his miracles, um, his storytelling and his kingdom, you know, it just like, every time I come back to it, I'm like, oh, this is the way I want to live. And like, yeah. this is the savior, you know, and, yeah. um, it brings peace to my soul, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm definitely like to camp out in the Psalms, but, um, I definitely something about the gospels and the stories and the life of Jesus is just so counter to the way we live today, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is the values that I want in my life. And, mm-hmm. um, so I love studying every little bit of Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and yeah. who he was, yeah, who he is. And mm-hmm. I, I, um, it's, the, the irony of what you just said is that I've just been in the Old Testament this last mm-hmm. year, and it's the the m- amount of details 
that we have about life and about mm-hmm. what God was doing and mm-hmm. about um, the obedience that we're called to mm-hmm. and remembering who God is and many times yeah. that he called Israel mm-hmm. to remember. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that I, I forget so much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just been seeing Jesus in the Old Testament, seeing him and, you know, how he was out. God was already moving mm-hmm. toward Jesus mm-hmm. yeah. throughout the entire Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And moving yeah. us toward him and our need for him. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, is really beautiful for me mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuart, what does a practice look like during the week for you? Like, you, you know, we've talked about the Psalms being a big part of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you sit in the passage that we're, is going to be preached every week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does it look like for you to kind of spend some time in scripture each for you during the week? Yeah. Um, well, for me, just stage of life I'm in, it's, it's gotta be the morning, the early morning Mm -hmm. before everybody gets up. Um, that's not, you know, not the case for, for everybody, but Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, if I don't do it, then it's probably not going to happen. Um, and I have probably for probably close to a year now used the Electio 365 app. Um, because I think one of the temptations we have with technology is that's the first thing you you do when you mm-hmm. wake up? Mm-hmm. Like, because obviously sometimes it's your your alarm, mm-hmm. and then you pick it up, and someone emailed you at eleven thirty or sense something, and you're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. maybe I should respond now. Respond yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so with the with my first digital interaction being Lectio, mm-hmm. it kind of shapes the rest of the time that I'm that I've devoted mm-hmm. to to that in the morning. Um, it doesn't always happen, you know, but I think that's, that's been really helpful to me because they're, you know, 10 to 12 minutes most Mm -hmm. of the time. Mm -hmm. So you kind of sit and it's a good way to just kind of start the day, um, prayerfully, but also, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of scripture in that, that Mm -hmm. really kind of helps, um, kind of begin the day Mm -hmm. on the right foot. That's not a magic token that, Mm -hmm. you know, if you do that, then all of a sudden your, your day goes really well. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but that sort of helps me just honestly with how I'm embracing technology, Mm -hmm. start on the right foot. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I go to, um, kind of the, the lectionary, um, and go through those readings, um, depending on time mm-hmm. and then and those always include a psalm mm-hmm. a passage from the old testament a passage from the new testament mm-hmm. and then a passage from the gospel so you get kind of a a, yeah. a little bit from each kind of big mm-hmm. section of mm-hmm. scripture which is really helpful and um and then kind of move on from from there to the to the day so sometimes that's 20 30 minutes sometimes that's 15 20 you know mm-hmm. just yeah. there's no day is is the same um but Amen. for me, mm-hmm. if it doesn't happen in the early morning, um, it's it's probably not going to happen that day. So I feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, what about you? Um, I'm definitely a morning gal. Um, if I work out at 6 a.m., um, which is a habit I am trying to form. It's working most days, but like today. <laughs> Good for you. Yes. Um, but also one of the greatest things I've ever done for myself is set the coffee maker yeah. at night. Oh, yeah. Man, future Lindsay loves that. Morning yeah. Lindsay loves that. Yeah. So when I get home from my workout class, my coffee is like brewing. Um, so anyway, I would say that time when I get back from the gym at 7 and um, – you know, that's when I have time before I need to get ready for the day. Um, it's quiet mm-hmm. and, um, 
the tree when it's Christmas time and the <laughs> tree up. Um, but that's kind of when I start, but also, or when I do my time, but also I really love, um, reflecting at night. Um, and so something about right before I go to bed, I definitely, I write my prayers. I'm a big journaler. Um, and I enjoy writing my prayers. Um, and so I do that in the evening mm. and kind of, Hey, how was the day? Um, mm. and so really reflect in the evening. Um, so kind of what you're talking about steward of like starting the day on the right foot. Um, and then, you know, to your point about the phone, so I'm, I'm, was have been off Instagram for December and it is like it the what what it does to your your mental um I mean, we could talk about this yeah. whole podcast mm-hmm. about that oh, social yeah. media is great but it just for my brain is, is clearer I have more better attention span I mean the, the benefits of it are tremendous but I'm waking up in the morning I'm not really grabbing my phone you know there's mm-hmm. nothing to grab there you know yeah. and so yeah. I'm able to like really spend time um with the Lord first thing so that's been that's been really great I for love me. that mm-hmm. I love that you know, um, I went through a season where, mm-hmm. um, for me, it was toward the end of the day mm-hmm. because that was like the journaling at yep. the end of the day. Mm. And I felt like that was really mm-hmm. the yeah. best. And yeah. I think, um, being a mom and having kids in the house, like, mm-hmm. if I, and I now have teenagers, mm-hmm. so it's easier for me to do morning mm-hmm. time because they yeah. are not the first up anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I am for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, um, so then, then I can have that quiet. But mm-hmm. I think that th- the thing I would say is, find your time, mm-hmm. like yep. find the time that works in your yep. schedule. Yep. F- um, you know, change your rhythm. Have mm-hmm. you ever changed your rhythm? Like, if, like, like what's that been for you? Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think life changes it for you, mm-hmm. you know, kind of yeah, like what good. you're talking about mm-hmm. with, you know, wherever you are, um, with family dynamic, with job, yeah. you know, things you have to do that, that kind of helps, you know, push you in a certain direction, mm-hmm. whether you want it or not. So I think it's always kind of looking at the season that you're in and, and saying, okay, what's going to work most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. and for some, you know, it's a, it's a, it might be a lunch break, mm-hmm. you know, right. Um, depending on what mm-hmm. your morning might look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's, there's no, you know, I think there's no magic hour with the morning. Cause yeah. some people hate the morning yeah. right. and yep. they're not Absolutely. alert. They're not mm-hmm. kind of spiritually attuned at all in the morning. They're mm-hmm. just kind of getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, there's no, there's no magic right time, mm-hmm. you know, but I think it's just looking at your life and honestly saying, okay, when, when can I devote some actual time, um, to set apart, um, for, engaging with God. I love that. Um, what came to my mind is my in-laws who are now both retired Mm -hmm. and, um, they get up in the morning and split a pop tart, have their coffee. I know that's really funny, but it's a great little detail though, but they um, read the Bible together Mm -hmm. Uh, in retirement. They found a new rhythm where they do that. And I'm like, I want that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. I've got a ways to go, but I love Mm -hmm. that, that idea of finding the rhythms for the season. Um, and what works. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuart, for, we've talked a lot about a different, different types of how, mm-hmm. when do we read and what do we read, mm-hmm. but what would you say to someone who's never studied the Bible, mm-hmm. um, who's wanting to try as we start this new year mm-hmm. or someone who's tried and given up? Mm-hmm. Um, first off, don't be intimidated. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible is uh, at times a, a hard book to understand um, because it was written in different languages. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was di- written in different time periods for people that live lived very different from how we live. Um, but it is an accessible mm. yeah. book yeah. because um, 
the Holy Spirit is 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 active and 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 is speaking um, through the Bible, and so trusting that is 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 hard. Um, but if you approach this just as a as a academic text to master, um, it, it can be overwhelming and intimidating. Um, and so you know, just start. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, and what I um, I used to teach guitar lessons, um, and my my practice philosophy for students of any age, whether you're five or fifty five was quality over quantity. So I would much rather you sit down for even for five minutes a day and, and have a really focused, you know, playing your scales to a metronome, you know, for three minutes and then pl- practicing a song for two minutes. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. Good job. If you just pick up your guitar for 40 minutes while you're watching TV and you're just kind of like mm. messing around, that's kind of wasted time. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, it's, it's if you can, you know, focus on quality time um, because the purpose is is not so you just accumulate all this biblical knowledge that you can then share with the world. Um, it really is so you, you can engage with God on a personal level um, and really spend time with Him um, as opposed to, you know, just trying to impress Him with how much you you found out about Him That's by good. reading And you remember Him. him. Yeah. yeah. I remember this about you. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, so quality time um, is is much more important than than quantity. If you can spend, you know, an hour, great. Um, but kind of focusing in on on what are you doing in that time, and um, kind of being spiritually focused. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for being with us mm-hmm. today. Yeah. This has been a great conversation. Mm-hmm. I hope it helps all of us start our year. Um, spending more time just kind of opening our Bibles. Mm-hmm. Stuart, for us to close us, will you pray for us? Sure. I'm going to use um, a psalm. That'd be awesome. And um, this is from Psalm 19. Mm. So let's pray. The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. Father, we pray for revival. We pray for joy. We pray for insight as we seek to encounter you through Scripture in this coming year. Would you give us the grace um, and mercy to encounter you um, through times where we are longing and seeking after you. And we know that you are a God who wants to meet with us, who wants to commune commune with us, and who wants to speak to us. So help us to hear you and grant us the the discipline Mm -hmm. to create margin um, so that we can spend time with you and then spread the joy that we encounter with you, um, with those that we work with, with those that we um, live near and um, go to school with and all the people that we interact because your word is living and active. And as we internalize it, we are transformed and the world around us is transformed as well. So help us, Lord, to trust you, to lean in and to allow you to speak through us through the words of life. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Thanks, Stuart. Thanks for being here. Thank you for listening and joining us. We'll see you next time.